Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. Podcast today on the show, we are going to be talking about listening to your father's instruction and your mother's teaching. And we got this from Proverbs 1, verses 8 through 9. So, as you know, I'm seeking wisdom from the scripture and just sharing my perspective on the scripture as an entrepreneur, as somebody who is growing towards Christ. I'm sharing that with you because I hope that you get some wisdom from it too. So, I'm going to start with reading the verses. And Proverbs 1, Verses 8 through 9 read, Hear, my son, your father's instructions. Hear as in listen with your ears. Hear, my son, your father's instructions, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and penance for your neck. So um, that's what Proverbs verse chapter 1, verses 8 through 9 say, and Let's get right into it. I think it was pretty self-explanatory. It's like, hey, listen to your father's instruction and don't forsake your mother's teaching. And that's why we're talking about doing those things today. Where has that shown up in my life? This is interesting because initially I would tell you that my family has not done much for me, but that is just kind of the ignorance of a 23-year-old. Like, they raised me, all of my thoughts, beliefs, and everything that I am really came from my family in some shape, way, or form, whether it be that I learned how to do something or I learned how not to do something. So they educated me a lot in my father's instruction and my mother's teaching when paired with their intent provided really valuable lessons. So for example, they might have been screaming at each other a lot as I was growing up, but I could see that neither of them liked the fact that they were always screaming. It stressed them out. They were not happy emotions. And so them experiencing negative emotions when screaming showed me that screaming is probably not a good thing if I want to experience positive emotions. That's a lesson that I learned from them. Could You could say it's instruction or teaching. And so that's just how, even if you had a really crappy childhood, even if stuff went really wrong, you have at least learned what not to do, right? And I think a lot of us, you know, have to learn stuff the hard way, which is we go through it, we experience the consequences, and then we learn, hmm, probably not for me, I want a better life, so I should do this, or I should be this, or I should say this, right? And so th- those are some ways that, um, even though I had a bad childhood, everything that happened, I, I'm sorry, I did not have a bad childhood. I had a fantastic childhood. Um, but there were areas that I perceived as bad when I was a child, right? And even though I was perceiving them as bad then, I can see the lessons that I've taken from them now, such as not screaming, how I want to treat my wife, how I want to raise my kids, stuff like that, right? So where else has it shown up in my life? In addition to the parents always screaming at each other, I've learned that I don't really want to scream. I want to have direct conversations. I want to handle my wealth differently because they didn't handle their wealth um, how they needed to in order to be set up for right now, right? My mom told me to get into real estate. And she told me to get into real estate because she was like, look at what wealthy people are doing and do that, which is great advice. That advice is like the root of success. Look at what successful people are doing 
and do that because success leaves clues. Look at how they're thinking, look at how they're feeling, look at how they're acting, look at the results they're getting and look at their core beliefs. Apply all that to your life and you will probably replicate the success. She told me that when I was like 15, 16, I ignored her then. When I was 18 and I really got serious about trying to learn how to build wealth, I started learning about real estate because I was like, if a lot of people got rich doing it, I can too, right? So not only did I learn what not to do, but they also pointed me towards the right direction. And they didn't have the information, they didn't have the skill set to guide me in the real estate space, but they had enough to point. And through pointing, through their experience and pouring that into me, now I love real estate and that's one of the ways I'm going to build wealth and raise the standard of living across the world to middle class America. So, um... The third thing I would say is fighting for manifesting what the heart wants. So this is kind of along the lines of learning what not to do. So when they would commit actions, when they would scream at each other, when they would be stressed about money, when we got kicked out of our house, when they were really struggling, when they were trying to raise six kids and I didn't see how stressful that would be or why that would be hard for a person, I was just like, help me, 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 right? When all of that was happening, you could tell that their heart wanted everything to be good. Like they wanted their kids to have a good life. That's why they worked so hard. They wanted their marriage to be good. That's why they stayed together. They wanted things to be good. And maybe that's just me being an, a naive, optimistic child, but I don't really think it is. I think at everybody's core, we want love, we want to be known, and we want to ultimately exhibit the fruits of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I think those are kind of the things that we're called to. And we're also called to the peace of Christ. We're called to be the salt and light of the earth, right? So really big things that we're called to. And I think our soul longs for that. Because of that, when I can match their intent with their reality, I can see that like, oh, they were really trying to bust through to the life they were called to, but there was something holding them back. Which begs the question, what is that thing? And so that's also where it's shown up in my life, listening to my father's teaching and my, or my father's instruction and my mother's teaching. It's just kind of connecting the dots between what their heart really wanted, what their reality is, and where is that pointing me? Now, where do I want it to show up in my life? I would say they would point to the Bible for answers a lot. My dad was a pastor. My mom was very spiritual. Um, and I just want to grow in using the Bible for answers. I think I try to be very logical. I go to success literature. I go to the Bible when it supports my opinion. But as you can see, like I've been learning this lesson the um, hard way of just really listening to what your parents have to say and some other stuff in the Bible. Like earlier we talked about getting to know the Lord and humbling yourself to receive wisdom and instruction. And then before that we talked about getting a mentor and mentoring others. And so these are lessons that have just been difficult for me to learn because I've tried to do it on my experience when you could just listen to the Bible. So that's where I want this to show up in my, in my life, listening to my parents more of like going to the Bible for answers and then asking them about young adulthood because now I see the world in a way I didn't when I was 14 and I'm sure they have some wisdom for that. So um, yeah, that's where I want it to show up in my life and where it can show up in your life. This is interesting. I want you guys to work to extract the good from the past. And so a lot of you may not be ready to do this right now because you are struggling, you are really hurt by the past. Maybe you're in a situation where they hurt you in the past, but they're in a position to still continually be hurting you. And that's really hard to forgive. But 
I urge you, um, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, focus on these things. So go to the past and focus on the true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, praiseworthy, excellent things. Focus on that from the past and extract it from your um, childhood. And then in addition to extracting the good, become aware of where you're automatically doing this. So there are places in your life you have beliefs set up. In success literature, we call these limiting beliefs. In the Bible, we kind of call it sin. And um, kind of call it sin. Not, not exactly. It's not perfectly linked. But um, as a result of sin, we believe things that aren't true about ourselves. And limiting beliefs are also believing things that aren't true about ourselves. So that's why I kind of made that link there. Uh, but yeah, limiting beliefs come from your past and come from stuff that you decided to adopt from your parents, from your childhood, from your teachers, from your friends, from your environment, all that good stuff. So look to the past and become aware of where you're automatically um, extracting lessons. And then realize which lessons serve you and which lessons don't. And so that's kind of where you can do it. First, extract the good from the past, and then become aware of where you're automatically extracting information that you're currently acting on today from the past. Decide what serves you, decide what doesn't, and then get rid of what doesn't and maximize what does. And there you go. That's how I think you guys can apply this to your life. Um, and of course, when I'm talking about this, I'm specifically talking about father's instruction and mother's teaching. I think you can also extract other good things from the past. However, that is the topic of today's podcast listening to your parents sometimes um, and that sometimes is just to qualify the type of listening so sometimes you need to listen explicitly and sometimes you need to listen implicitly because they're not god their word is not um, holy and sovereign and omnipotent and omnipresent and omniscient yep i think that's what they are that's not their word their word is flawed it's human it's filled with sin so what you need to do is practice discernment <laughs> and get to know God, get to know his word, line it up with what your parents say, all that good stuff. So um, sometimes listen, sometimes read between the lines. And thank you guys for watching. That's all we got for the show today. Let me know what you think. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.